Greetings, Rainbow Readers. Hello. We come to you today from a plague-filled house in Atlanta, Georgia. Our dear Holly is not feeling quite up to snuff. I want to apologize to all of our <laughs> listeners for the way I sound today. That's okay. You you have been very sick. My house has had sickness also. So we're just doing the best that we can. But we did not want to let Black History Month pass by without jumping on here and recommending some books for you. So it was so important that yes. we released this in a timely manner while it was still Black History Month. Yes. That here we are gathered. <laughs> you're so brave to be sitting this close to me. That's okay because both of my children have been also sick. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get it. Knock on wood. So, yeah, so you, won't, you won't get it today either. <laughs> no, we're here for a good cause. We are here for a good cause. And I do just want to say one little caveat. People... Y'all need to be reading black books, books by, you know, indigenous authors, people of color, but especially by black authors all year long. We just wanted to take this opportunity to highlight some of our favorite ones yeah. this month. But, of course, we try to do that all year round. We Yeah, we definitely highlight throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not just like, oh, we're just going to have this one month. So, that being said, since it is Black History Month, we don't have... A question of the day, because that didn't really seem quite appropriate, but I am going to um, break our rules here on Your Rainbow Reads yet again. We've been breaking rules the past several episodes. I know, and recommend a book that is not by someone that is queer, but that is okay. I wanted to recommend my favorite nonfiction book, maybe ever, for Black History Month, and it's called How the Word is Passed by Clint Smith. And this book, holy shit. If you read one book about our history with slavery in America, it's it's got to be this one. This book was intense and it he visit the author visits all of these different like landmarks and locations that are tied to American slavery like Monticello and um, he went to Galveston, Texas, mm-hmm. and all these places that are super important in the history of American slavery. And it was an education and also very, very intense. And it was really good. Every American should read that book. Also, if you like audiobooks, the author read the audiobook and he has the most beautiful voice. He is a poet. I think, and so his his words are very beautiful, even though he's talking about difficult subject matter. Anyway, I've talked about this book so many times, but I'm going to mention it here, How the Word is Passed by Clint Smith. Go listen to that book. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, non, I mean, we don't do a lot of nonfiction no, here. No, we don't, but it's, I think that is definitely relevant and important. Yeah, and I, I actually like to listen to nonfiction on audiobooks. I don't know why, but I seem to be able to focus a little bit better on it so that's that one's a fantastic one on audio but we're gonna switch gears a little bit and go to a book a young adult book called clap when you land now by elizabeth acevedo clap when you land is a book written in verse have you ever read a book written in verse yes yes recently you did what was the name of that book i can't remember anyway go you did Okay, well, I thought, I was like, this is good. I think this is the first one we reviewed on here that's written in verse. And I loved it. 
because here's the thing about poetry for me. I always feel like a dumbass when I read poetry because I'm like, I don't understand. Oh, wait. The book I read was Epistolary. Oh, yeah. My bad. Epistolary. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what? I, went, I, I answered that question incorrectly. That's I okay. Your, your brain is not firing. But a book written in verse is basically like written as a poem. Oh, I see. But so uh, this is another thing, guys, you know, we're always talking about having books to read that will break a reading slump. Read a book in verse. Mm. It goes by so quickly and the language is really beautiful, but it's it's very accessible. So it's a whole story told like in poetry, but it's not like TikTok. There's a clock. Not like that kind of poetry. No, <laughs> not at all. But it's it was so beautifully written and the story was great. It was about two sisters who live in two separate places across the ocean. I don't want to tell too much, but they shared a dad and they didn't know it because he was basically had two families Mm. and he dies in a plane crash. I'm not revealing anything, but it's how they deal with that and how they deal with each other. It was so beautifully written. It had a lot of stuff about two different cultures, um, a lot about Dominican culture that I didn't really know about. And it was super awesome. So, Clap When You Land by Elizabeth Acevedo. Sounds really good, really different. Like you said, something that if you're kind of tired of what you usually read, you could really sink your teeth into that one. Yeah, and I mean, if I'm not like a huge fan of poetry, I would like to read more poetry. But it, like I said, makes me feel like dumb because I'm like, I don't understand this. It's like art to me sometimes. I, I don't get it. I just, I'm a very explicit person. Sometimes it can be hard to follow for me as well. Yeah, but this is very, like, you can tell the language in this is absolutely beautiful. She paints you pictures with her words. Nice. And it goes by really quickly. I also think this is a great book for, I mean, it's a young adult book, but for even for a little bit younger than that, there was, there was some trigger warnings, so definitely check that out. There was a little bit of talk about sexual assault and stalking and that sort of thing. So that's definitely something to think about. But even younger readers, I think, could get into like the style of this being written in verse because it's much easier to read, I think. Hmm, something even, different for them. That's yeah, nice. it was really good. Hello, Rainbow Readers. We have some super exciting news. We have our first sponsor here on Your Rainbow Reads. Yay! It's a great trans-owned company called Homebody MN, and they are a book box subscription company that sends you a curated box of used books every quarter. You just go on their website and fill out their form with your likes and dislikes. You can even link your Goodreads page to it so they know what you've read already, and they will put a box together just for you with an emphasis on minority authors. So cool. So that's awesome. They also sell the best-selling 100% soy wax candles with the most clever names. We even got some, and what was one of them? Ours were Burn the Patriarchy and Let's Try a Matriarchy. So cool is that? It's so cute. And we have a special coupon code for our listeners to get what they get 25 percent off their first box and just go on the website and type in rainbow 25 yeah it's the website is www.homebodymn as in minnesota.com and let's go support this great trans-owned company go get a box
So what's your what's your next book, Halls? Okay, so we both read this one, and this book I loved so much. You did love this book. I was into chapter, like, two of this book, and I started texting you, like, oh, it's so good. I love it. Yeah, you said you read, like, 165 pages, like, in one sitting or it something. It was fast. This book is called This Poison Heart by Kaylin Bayron. Yes. And such a good good it's a ya book yes and oh i forgot i didn't realize we had two ya books oh wait they're they're all ya oh look at us i i think our last one is also was it uh well that one's something else okay (laughs) so these are ya books but as an adult like i am a fully grown adult i don't have kids and i enjoyed the last two books that we're talking about so these weren't i mean they're they're appropriate for kids but the the they're not written for kids Right. Can we say that? I mean, I actually think this Poison Heart, there was nothing at all objectionable to me. Like, no. that I would say that younger, even younger readers couldn't. Any kid could yeah. read it, but any adult, I think, is going to enjoy it. Yeah, I, I really liked, now here's a, here's a little known fact about me. I'm obsessed with poisoning people. Like, I don't want to poison people, but I like to learn about people who poison other people. In fact... The audiobook nonfiction that I'm listening to right now is about like 12 deadliest poisons in the world. This young lady? I love it, man. This young lady could help you out. I know. Like, this is obviously, it has poison in the title, so there may be some poisonous plant action, which is what drew me in. Yeah. It, this... This had Harriet vibes a little bit. There was a little Harriet. That's why you loved it. There so was much. like a Harriet from the change. To the change. Go, yep. Also reminiscent of one of my favorite characters from the Atlas Six that was able yes. to kind of uh, interact with plants in a certain yeah, way. I think Remember that, that you have a vibe with that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like it when people are connected to the earth, connected to plants, and this young lady, she I, really, I really has it. some some good magic going she on. She does. I will say, I it took a minute for me to, for the story to pick up, but like the last, I don't know, 30% of it, I was flying through it. I thought, I definitely think it did take a little bit of time to set the stage. I loved it. To get it going for me. Yeah. But I thought it was so good. And I actually um, immediately started the next book. But then I was like, we have so many other things we're supposed to be reading. I think I read like the first like two pages and I said, okay, I have to not do I was this. just about to say that too. This is one of the, this is like the second or third book. We've had some really good luck with these books this year. This is like the second or third book that I'm tempted to go straight to book yeah, two. Even I'm, though it's not on our list, we no. need to keep moving, but that the ending i just really wanted to keep going yeah the, i i really think that it shined about maybe i'll even give it half when it started halfway through i was i was turning the pages very very quickly but i do love anything about poisoning someone this is a story of a young girl she's growing up in brooklyn i believe yeah and as fate would have it, her and her family, and her, uh, she has two moms. So there you go. Yeah, there's, there's a representation your representation in the book. Uh, and she and her two moms are drawn out to to the countryside, I'll say, right, and are thrown into this different community. And so it describes their experiences out there. Um, they're one of the few minorities in the community. And also, there they have some other differences going on that the right would be a spoiler if I revealed too much. But uh, I think this was supposed to be a retelling of the Secret Garden. Okay, 
I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm 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 close to being sure that it is a retelling. So, and I like retellings. It's amazing. It was really good. It was definitely good. So, how many flags would you give this? I gave the book five flags. Yeah. How many stars? Five flags. You and gave it five stars. I also gave it five stars. I feel like there, you know, five stars is rare for me, but there was not a lot of room for improvement on this book. Yeah. I really enjoyed it so much. I gave it four and a half stars because for me, the beginning setup was a little bit slow to my liking, but I did love it. I did love it. And it definitely five pride flags. So, and what else? There was no spice. It's a young adult book. It was, there may have been like one, like any, not even any kissing, maybe a little kissing. I can't even remember. Yeah. I don't, it it wasn't, it wasn't noteworthy. No. And I think this is, there was a cute little romance in the book, but I don't want to give it away. No, don't give it away. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a duology. Oh, good. So there's, I think the next book is the last. It does end on a cliffhanger, just to let y'all know. Yeah, like a real intense cliffhanger, which is why you're going to, if I if I were not reading books for this here podcast, I would have immediately read the second one right away. Have that second book in your pocket. Right. Don't like go on vacation and just take the first one. Like, no. Take them both. And also, this cover is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Like, it is a gorgeous, 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 not even cute. It's not cute. It's yeah. beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful cover. And, oh, the main the main characters are African-American. So yes, yes. That's the girl, her moms, right. and then several other um, people in the book. Yeah, so definitely. So check that out if you want something about poisoning and the countryside. I mean, it's great. <laughs> it was we're, so good. I hope we're doing this book enough justice as far as our description we don't want to give too much away but it's yeah because the story is quite quite good i think it i think it the better the less you know the better it is yeah going into it it's it's fun to discover what's going on along with the main character yeah Yeah. i think it was too so this poison heart by kaylin bayron highly recommend highly recommend all right now we're gonna shift gears friends buckle the fuck up yeah buckle it up because our last book was called ace of spades and now i'm gonna try to pronounce this and i did listen on the audio like 14 times to make sure that i said um the name correctly we mean nothing but respect yeah it's farida abike emide that is my best effort and i really hope that that's right because we love holy shit ace of spades i mean i don't know how that every book is gonna be my favorite I don't know if I can even say this would be my favorite because, look, this book is a fucking gut punch. It really is. Like, you, I went into it, I picked this book. I didn't book, know what to expect. No, well, I picked this book because it said it was a thriller. A, like a dark academia. Yeah, thing. and I fucking love dark academia. The cover, <laughs> the cover was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Really great cover. I was like, it's a thriller. I don't even want to tell you what they said the two things were comparing it because while I thought that was accurate, I do think one of the things they said, if you know anything about the movie, kind of gives it away a hair bit. Okay. So, so don't, I don't, don't read that. No spoilers. Yeah. I don't want to say anything, but whoa, this was more than just a fucking thriller. Holy shit. As this book unraveled, yeah, I felt like I was sort of unraveling. I, at one point, and if you read this book, and I beg you to. Please do. Um, there was the tw- one, of the tw- one of the twists. There was many, many twists, actually. Yeah, awesome, awesome writing. But one of the revelations 
actually did make me physically ill. Yeah. I had to. I was reading it on my iPad. I literally closed the case gently. Yeah. And had to sit down. And I was like, I I even texted you. I was like, I feel fucking sick. Yeah. So this book, what starts out seems just like kind of like a dark academia it's set at a private school and all of these revealing texts start getting sent out to the school body about these two um black students the only black students right the only black students in the whole school and they're like intense they're not just like oh so and so like sped through a red light or something like that i mean these are like deep dark secrets and like, it, it just basically seems like, I mean, a, not a whodunit in this, but you're like, okay, well. Like, you think, well, somebody's an asshole. Right. And, like, you kind of want to know the backstory, and it they def, the clip was good. Oh. Like, the clip of this book was excellently paced. Oh, yeah. Excellently paced. But then, it becomes so much fucking more than that. Yeah, it got, it got really, really deep. Really deep. Heavy. And I will say this book is a master class for me in how to write a psychological thriller yes. with a deeper meaning about society at large and about deeper issues like racism and homophobia yeah. and classism, elitism, all yeah. of these isms that we have yeah. and make it not only just an awesome psychological thriller and a book that you want to keep reading, but a commentary about society. Right. That is... And in a way that wasn't... The author didn't describe this to you. The story told you yeah. what the author was trying to say. Well, it was... The author didn't have to say rich people are assholes. It wasn't tell me, it was show me. It was a big time show me. Yeah, and which is awesome. And also, it did it in such a way... That it didn't feel like you were being talked down to no. or, I don't know, preached at. Even though that's also that's also fine. Sometimes no, we need, to, need be to be preached, preached at. at about racism. Right, exactly. But it didn't. Like, this book wasn't, it wasn't just like, blah, 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 I'm going to tell you a bunch of things. It's more like, I am going to show you. How what bad we, things can be. And what we experience as racism yeah. in, like, this really intense story that every i mean we can all fucking understand it everyone yeah and um a holy shit you gotta you have to read this it was also told um from dual points of view yeah and both were which is so good what i really like and i will say this the um female main character at first was was not my favorite i think she was meant to be unlikable Yeah, i think intentionally her story was very different than the the other kid's story so just the, in the way that she was approaching the school and approaching yes. the other students and you know it kind of gave two different viewpoints of how you when you are different how you decide you want to act amongst these people that you're different from yeah and he was the boy main the um male main character his name was devon and he was the gay character mm-hmm. well, actually but, well, i can't say any right. more than that but he was from the jump um gay yes and so there you go with our pride flags. Plenty of them. Plenty. I mean, this book is chock full of Plenty. pride pride flags. They're a flying. But he was definitely, to me, obviously the more sympathetic character at the beginning. For sure. Um, as as the story unfolds, like you kind of get the backstory. But uh, man, please read this book. If you 
don't want to read how the word is passed, which I please do. This one is the next my next pick. Yes. Because so important, so good. And you said the author was a college student. That when- was written in the afterword, and I almost fell out of my chair when I read that. It was unbelievably well written. I mean, and such a good story. So many plot twists and so much suspense and dread built up. That was that is a great word. It was like that there was like this pit in my stomach. You just knew it was gonna happen, but you were kinda hoping it didn't, but you kinda knew you were right. You yeah. Know? I mean it's it was it was outstanding. Did, so did you figure out any of it? I think the main reveal I did not figure out. But along the way, I suspected yeah. Certain, yeah, yeah, yeah. certain things. And some, and also some of it was so gut-wrenching. You didn't, with, you didn't want to believe it. No, you didn't. And I don't even want to say the word of what happened because also that's <laughs> that would be a spoiler. We're trying to keep this very, very spoiler-free because part of the beauty of this book was the suspense building, yeah. was the dread, like, filling your body and not knowing, like, who you can trust, who is your friend, who is not. Like, all of that, you should just go into, like, completely blind. Yeah. But please go read that book. It's so good. It was so good. So we had four really good books this this month, and we will just keep... Obviously, reviewing books by black authors yeah, all year, year round. round. Year round. But, but we these, definitely wanted to acknowledge this, this month. Yeah. This and these are the, some really, really good ones. And there's actually something here for everyone, I think. Yeah. Even, even yeah, don't, a little bit. Don't be afraid of these YA labels if you don't typically read YA because these are all very good stories. They are. So go out and pick up one of these and support these authors because they definitely deserve it. And we will... Do you have anything else? As Actually, always, we're okay. going to go ahead and put the links in our show notes. If you want to go ahead and use our affiliate links to buy these books, of course, we'd love it if you go to a local bookstore and give them your dollars. But if you want to give your dollars to Amazon or you don't have any other choice, go ahead and send us a couple of cents on the side. And um, also, we're going to put a link to our new sponsor, Homebody MN. Thank you for that. Yes. Thank you so much. And if you like what we're doing here, go ahead and take a moment to... Give us a star rating or a review after you're done listening to the podcast. It just takes uh, just one little tiny minute. We'd really appreciate it. We would appreciate it. And thanks for tuning in. And sorry this one wasn't like more cheerful. Well, hey, we, I do, mean, we do what we can do. I know, we do. And then next week when we come back, we'll be in fine form. All righty. I hope so. <laughs> See you around. <laughs>